The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Tuesday, July 19th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news made possible when you shop Amazon through my links at buzzburbank.com. Hoping to be the country's first lady, Donald Trump's third wife stole the show with a speech last night at the Republican National Convention. She may have also stolen the speech. Parts of Melania Trump's well-received address appear to be lifted directly from the one delivered by Michelle Obama at the Democratic Convention eight years ago. You work hard for what you want in life, that your word is your bond, said Melania, word for word what Mrs. Obama said in 2008. Both went on to say the only limit to one's achievements are in one's dreams and quoting both your willingness to work for them. The Trump campaign has not responded to the charges of plagiarism, but the man who ghost-authored Donald Trump's best-selling book, The Art of the Deal, now says he regrets doing it and says a Trump presidency would be, quote, terrifying. Tony Schwartz says he's much to blame for creating the Trump myth and says he has deep remorse for, in his words, putting lipstick on a pig. He now describes Trump as a sociopath and says the Trump we know is created. Quoting Trump, it's a great disloyalty. I guess he thinks it's good for him, but he'll find out it's not good for him. End quote. Although the opening night of the convention was expected to focus on Trump and law and order, it focused on the alleged evils of Hillary Clinton. The mother of an American killed in the attack on the U.S. Embassy in Benghazi spoke, saying she blames Clinton personally for her son's death. Tonight, the theme is Make America Work, and it's expected to focus on the business achievements of Mr. Trump. Tonight's also the night Trump will be officially nominated as the Republican Party's 2016 presidential candidate. The convention so far has proven to be at least part of the circus it was expected to be. Inside the convention hall, there was chaos in the afternoon as some delegates tried to demand a roll call vote that might have allowed the Stop Trump movement some progress. They didn't succeed. And just before the convention was brought to order, late-night host Stephen Colbert hijacked the microphone on stage for a comedy bit. As he was escorted off stage, Colbert remarked, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but neither is Donald Trump. Outside, as expected, hundreds of protesters. It wasn't so much of a demand as it was a very firm request. Cleveland police officers want their governor to temporarily suspend Ohio's open carry law, what with the recent cop killings, especially in the volatile protest-laden atmosphere of the Republican National Convention. The Quicken Loans Arena, where the convention's being held, is in a secure no-gun zone. But officers are more worried about the streets farther away, where the protesters are, and where licensed citizens can openly carry weapons. The head of the Patrolman's Association may have been as direct in his letter to the governor as he was when he told CNN, I don't care if it's constitutional or not, they can fight about it after the RNC. They can lift it after the RNC. He suggested perhaps an executive order or emergency declaration. But, added the police union's president, I want him to absolutely outlaw open carry in Cuyahoga County until this RNC is over. Him is Governor John Kasich, a conservative, who says he will do no such thing. Kasich says the governor doesn't have that power to suspend state laws and certainly not constitutional rights. Gun advocates have, meanwhile, taken to the streets with guns of all kinds to demonstrate their Second Amendment rights. Cleveland police are now stopping those gun carriers for a chat. 
Police say bringing a gun into that atmosphere is like screaming fire in a crowded theater. On social media, gun advocates are again posting memes that portray Obama coming to get their guns. It's something gun advocates have predicted for nearly eight years but has yet to materialize. The NRA and a Republican-controlled Congress have seen to that. The protests away from the convention hall were peaceful on day one of the Republican gathering. A group called Bikers for Trump saw to that, at least to protecting the pro-Trump demonstrators. The anti-Trump protests were peaceful, except for the man arrested for stealing a gas mask from a police officer. Anti-Trump photographer Spencer Tunick asked for at least 100 women to show up at one location to pose nude. 1,700 showed up. But the peace may not last. Also scheduled to protest this week, the Westboro Baptist Church, some white nationalists, the new Black Panther Party, a racist skinhead group, Black Lives Matter, and an anti-Black Lives Matter group that's urging attacks on Black Lives Matter protesters. So no, the peace may not last, and Ohio has open carry. Guns are not the only potential weapons banned from the convention area, so are Axes, air pistols, BB guns, fireworks, glass bottles, hammers, ice chests, light bulbs, mattresses, rockets, sledgehammers, sleeping bags, slingshots, tennis balls, tents, water guns, and umbrellas if they have a metal tip. Depending on how the Republican convention goes, the Democrat show could be anticlimactic. But if you're a Democrat, it's a parade of your favorites. President Obama, First Lady Michelle Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, Bill Clinton, Chelsea Clinton, Hillary Clinton, of course, and the all-important Bernie Sanders. You'll hear from the mothers of young black men who were shot to death by police, among others. That convention starts next Monday. Donald Trump broke convention tradition last night by making a brief appearance on stage, something a candidate has never done until after they're nominated. Hillary Clinton broke with tradition, too, making a high-profile appearance in that same state. Opposing candidates usually lay low during their opposition's convention. There's nothing conventional about this campaign. Clinton spoke to an NAACP gathering in Ohio yesterday and called madness the killing of blacks and cops, quoting Clinton, we need one another. She promised to work for racial harmony and unification, and she said Donald Trump would not. He might say otherwise if he were here, said Clinton, adding, but of course he declined your invitation. And then she tore into Trump's race-related history, including his doubts about the birth certificate for our first African-American president, his remarks about Mexicans, an American judge who had Mexican parents, women, and Muslims. But Clinton went back even farther to 1973 when Trump was accused of refusing to rent apartments to African-Americans. Quoting Clinton, this man is the nominee of the party of Lincoln. Now another Baltimore police officer accused in the death of Freddie Gray has been found not guilty. It is the fourth time Baltimore's prosecutors have been unable to convict an officer, and this was the last of the big cases that were expected to succeed. On trial this time was the highest-ranking officer on the scene and the one whose eye contact led to Freddie Gray's running away. Lieutenant Brian Rice was charged with second-degree assault, involuntary manslaughter, two counts of misconduct, and reckless endangerment for his part in Gray's arrest. Gray died a week later from a neck injury sustained during his ride in a police van. The judge in Rice's case threw out the assault charge and one of the misconduct charges as the trial began. The trial ended with a verdict of not guilty on all charges. Instead of a jury, Rice chose a bench trial, leaving the verdict to a judge sworn to rule on law, not emotion. 
Rice was the third officer to choose a trial by judge and the fourth to beat the charges, with two more officers to be tried and another to be tried again after a mistrial. It isn't clear whether prosecutors will pursue the rest. Have things gotten better at veterans' hospitals? At the moment, the VA is working as well as other health systems. That according to a new RAND report that says the VA medical system is as safe and effective as any other. And the study says that's pretty impressive, considering the VA often deals with patients with more serious conditions and a wider variety of them. The VA didn't score as well with surgical complications or available services, but Rand says that's not true across the board, only in certain locations. And the study says that considering those serious conditions the VA is treating, that's not surprising. Roger Ailes is out as the head of Fox News, and it's mostly because of the sexual harassment lawsuit filed by former Fox anchor Gretchen Carlson. That after Ailes fired Carlson despite her strong ratings. She says in her lawsuit her pay and airtime were cut for rejecting Ailes' sexual advances. She says she was fired for complaining about it. James Murdoch, who runs the company that runs Fox News, wants Ailes to go this week, allowing him to either quit or be fired. James' brother Lachlan wants to wait until after the Republican convention. So does his father, Rupert Murdoch, who will make the ultimate decision. Not if, but when. Now in its fourth year with over three million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. I've heard so many good things from listeners about the earbuds and headphones they've purchased to tweaked audio, which they did partly because they're loyal listeners who want to support this free daily newscast, but... They came away impressed with the quality of these products. They love the prices, and so will you. By going through my link, you not only support news and comment, you save an additional one-third off the already low prices. Just use the code BBNC when you check out. Tweaked audio earbuds are warranted for life and specially designed to reduce outside noise. Hear me and everything better with earbuds and earphones from Tweaked Audio. You'll find a choice of styles and colors, even natural wood grain. Save one-third off Tweaked Audio's already amazing prices and get free shipping anywhere on the planet. Just click the Tweaked Audio banner at buzzburbank.com. In California, drone hobbyists are still interfering with firefighters' efforts against wildfires. Helicopters and tanker planes have had to put down instead of dropping the fire-smothering chemicals they carry. The suspension of air support puts fire crews on the ground at risk and can reverse their progress. One man allegedly held up aerial firefighting at the trailhead fire for a half hour while he shot video with his amateur drone. 57-year-old Eric Wamser was arrested for the crime of interfering with firefighting. He was booked into a county jail. And he wasn't the only amateur keeping firefighters out of the sky in that fire. They're still looking for the other guy. It's happened dozens of times in the past two years. That trailhead fire, by the way, was completely contained a couple of days ago. In two and a half weeks, it had stripped Northern California of nearly 6,000 acres. It appears that one way of avoiding terrorist attacks is to stay away from the lead singer of U2. Bono was present during two of the most recent terror attacks in France, this time in Nice, not far from his home there. Bono was eating with friends at a restaurant. He was one of the people told to put his hands on his head and to remain calm as a weaponized truck rumbled through a crowd of people celebrating Bastille Day. The restaurant manager says people were running without shouting, calling it a silent panic and shocking. It was near that restaurant where the killing came to an end. Bono was also at a theater in Paris attacked last November 
as an American band played there. Stand-up comedians do not get the last laugh. A new study says stand-up comics die younger than actors. University researchers in Australia studied 200 comics, over 100 comedic actors, and nearly 200 dramatic actors. The drama folks lived the longest to an average age of 71. Comedic actors lived to be 69 on average. Stand-up comics die at around 67 as a rule. Many stand-ups die much earlier, nearly 4 in 10 dying prematurely. That's twice as many as dramatic actors who go before their time. The study found comics more likely to have bipolar disorders and stress from the low pay and lack of job security. Their hours are odd, affecting their eating and sleeping habits, resulting in high blood pressure, high blood sugar, obesity, and heart disease. And comics mostly work in clubs where they're likely to smoke, drink, do drugs, and have frequent casual sex, none of which, as it turns out, is terribly funny. Here's your Fandango movie roundup. The Secret Life of Pets was the top movie in this part of the world over the weekend, opening at nearly $51 million in ticket sales. The female remake of Ghostbusters was second with an equally impressive $46 million. The new Tarzan movie was a distant third at just over $11 million, about the same as now fourth-placed Finding Dory. For your local theaters and showtimes, previews, tickets, and so much more, and to support this free news, Please use and bookmark the Fandango link you'll find at buzzburbank.com. It's probably best not to look at porn when you're at McDonald's or Starbucks or anywhere that includes those who may be offended by it, certainly nowhere where there are children. McDonald's had recently blocked porn on its Wi-Fi networks in Britain. Now, thanks to pressure from anti-porn groups, McDonald's will do the same here. So will Starbucks after three years of pressure. In fact, McDonald's says porn's already being blocked in 14,000 of its U.S. locations. It didn't say which ones. And finally, it's hard to know just what to believe in this story, but it has so many amusing elements, it's irresistible. In Joplin, Missouri, a place I spent some time as a boy, a man and a woman have been arrested for stealing a riding lawnmower and riding it naked through the northern part of town. The 55-year-old man and his 40-year-old lady friend were already back home by the time the Jasper County Sheriff's deputies caught up with them. They say they'd been skinny-dipping in a nearby creek, or crick, as it's often called in that part of the country, and they say somebody stole their clothes. That's why they say they hurried home on someone else's lawn tractor. They're now charged with theft. No word on whether they'll be charged for nudity. We're just grateful for the story. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.